Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. Stevie used to do that, negotiate punishments. Yeah. Sometimes he did a great job. Yeah. I'd let him go with, you, you want to change the pun? Go for it. Yeah. And then he realized that, man, he just made it worse. Oh, yeah. He totally that. worse but, than what you would have but, yeah. given him. I think he tried it twice, and then he realized that he did a better job than yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea, son. I not thought of that one. Right? Right? So when I was reading this, I was kind of chuckling because... Um, the Lord's like, oh, that's what you want? All right, well, let's do that. That's a great idea. No, but, but And yet it was his own four children. Yeah. And, and that's the first sad. one being this particular yeah. baby. And, and we're not making light of, of the people who died. We're not, not making at all. light of that. Um, we're just, I don't know about Joanna, but a lot of times I can see myself in all this, how I've, I've punished myself, you know. The Lord just kind of sat there and he's like, you did it yourself, you know. Oh, yeah. I've punished myself many a times. See how funny. I'm the Bathsheba in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm the Bathsheba. Um, now, oh, wait, 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 wait. I have, ne- I have not. Say, I'm not sure what you mean by that. Yeah, I, um, I was very promiscuous. Oh, but you never, not with a married man. Correct. Right. Correct. But it didn't matter. I shouldn't have been doing what nope. I was doing. Nope. I was very, um, not, I was not into, what's the word? I don't know. What's the word I'm trying to think? Um, not, I wasn't modest and I, uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. I was, um, I was, I wasn't acting very ladylike. Right. Gotcha. There's a lot that goes with that. Okay. So here we are. David's doling out, Nathan's doling out the punishment. The Lord's uh, doling out the punishment. Nathan's, um, verbalizing it. But at this point, we still have a pregnant woman. Right. We still have a pregnant woman going on. She has not given Wait, birth Wait, I thought yet. she did. No, we're about to find this out. Wait, are you sure? Because it says, I thought back here. No, she can... right here, very next verse. And the Lord struck the child. Right, but that means she's not pregnant because the child's out. We don't know how old the child is. And it never says that she gave birth. Well, I mean, we know she did because the kid came out. Right. Hang on. Um, well, we know. Well, hang on. Hang on. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see that. Um, she more for her husband. He married her real quickly. See, and 14, it says, and this child who is born to you shall surely yeah. die. Well, he could have been but just born. Yeah, he could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. See, it, we don't know. I don't think it's it not was real clear. Well, what we do know, it was not a stillborn child. Correct. Okay. The baby did so, live. So the, she did. Uh, well, she. We, but we don't know the time she gave birth and the child was struck. We don't know how many days that was. We don't. You're right. We don't know how many days that was. Was the child struck right after it was born, or was it alive for a few weeks before he struck it? I, I don't know. If yeah, it says. we don't know. I don't know if it says. Hmm. Let's look into that. Yeah. Does it matter? No. We just know it's a baby. He said to struck the child. Right. I don't know. Maybe was it the baby older? Because he said child, not baby. You know, Jesus, when they talk about him, they call, they would go from baby to child because he was around two. Mm-hmm. So oh, he might have, he, he, when it says struck the, uh, struck the child, he might have been one or two years old. Yeah, we we're don't not know. sure. 
Interesting. But he didn't say baby. He said child. So, okay. Next time we'll, um, we'll, uh, that just hit us. Yeah. Well, then my notes are wrong. No, they're not necessarily wrong. We're just not sure because it doesn't actually say. Interesting. We just know it's the word child. I just assumed the baby was just born. Why would I assume that? Okay. I think that's how a lot of people Mm -hmm. perceive it. I really do. I, I think I've, you know, most people think it's still the baby, like it was right afterwards, but I'm not sure it was. You know why? Because verse 14 says the child who is born to you. It doesn't say the child that was right. born right. to you. Uh, the child who is born to you shall surely die. And I, I took maybe. it as the, it hasn't been born yet during this particular yeah. conversation. All right. So I guess what we can yeah. say is yeah. the child know. made it out. Yes. And then at some point <laughs> in its life, the Lord struck it. Right. Okay. So, um, and also, so let's do the second part of 15. It says, and the Lord struck the child with Uriah's wife, that Uriah's wife bore to David and it became ill. So I thought that was kind of funny that. Not funny, ha Not funny, haha. But at the scriptures are actually still calling yeah. her Uriah's wife, not David's. Right. Not David's. Okay. And, and this is important because remember, like with Boaz and um, Ruth, that she was uh, was her husband Mo- Moan Mohan. Mo- anyway, her husband. She was supposed to have that baby for her that husband. Yet the scriptures always says it's Boaz's son. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah. Right. Because. The Bible's making it clear exactly that this is another man's wife. We are not over that. Exactly. Over exactly. That um, so verse 16, David therefore pleaded with God for the child and David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. So the elders of this house arose and went to him to raise him up from the ground, but he would not, nor did he eat food with them. Then on the seventh day, it came to pass that the child died. Okay. So. Oh, I see what you're going with this. Nice. Yeah. Okay, because the word seven comes up, because um, what I was thinking about was this this word seven keeps popping up because it was about a week. Right. That it took from the time he sent the messenger to go get Uriah that he came back. It was about a week. He could have. He was in town about a week. Yeah, he could have asked at any time. He could have admitted his sin and asked for forgiveness. Yeah, he had a week numerous times to change his mind and yes. not carry out this plan, but he did exactly. not waver. He did not waver, and neither did the Lord no. when it came to the consequences. Yep. You don't change God's mind. No. We change our prayers. Exactly. God does not change his mind. Exactly. Um, yeah, God doesn't waver. Mm-mm. Um, he is not unstable. We are unstable. Right. The Lord God is very stable. God, God doesn't change. He will yeah. change our prayers. And when we do pray a certain way, it's because that's the way the direction the Lord wants us to go with it. Exactly. If the Lord, if it, if you think in the Bible that God, quote, changed his mind, he didn't change his mind. You're just going in the direction he asked you to, and you just didn't know it. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So let's start back with, where am I? We're going to start back with. The beginning of 18. Okay. Then on the seventh day, it came to pass that the child died and the servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, indeed, while the child was alive, we spoke to him and he would not heed our voice. How can we tell him now that the child is dead? He may do some harm. 
And when David saw that his servants were whispering, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore, David told his servants, is the child dead? Said to the servants, is the child dead? And they said, he is dead. Do you think they said that from a distance? Oh, probably from the other room. Bell said, did you think they were kind yeah. of in a running stance? Yeah, probably from the other yeah. would have been. I don't know what to expect. Um, so verse 20, David arose from the ground, washed and anointed himself and changed his clothes. And when he went into the house of the Lord and he worshiped. Look at I, that. I know. And I want to stop there because I, I was going to talk about this a little bit briefly with Mary and Martha. And I will do it again. But at this time that we were studying at a church. We just lost our little grandbaby before he was born. You know, we we got to at least know he was a boy. And that was the biggest thing that helped get us through it is that we worshiped. And I remember yeah. going through that worship set thinking, Lord, I've got to worship you. Because I fought him for like several days about thanking him for taking my grandson's life. Because <clears throat> the Lord kept saying, you need to thank me. And I thanked him for everything but that. You, yeah. And then finally, you know, by the time I heard that scripture for the third time and we got to worship, I could finally say, okay, Lord, thank you. I don't know why, but thank you. And he's on my prayer list, not because I'm praying for him because right. he's with the Lord, but it reminds me to thank the Lord right. for everything. I learned, there was quite a bit I learned in those few months. I was able to learn something I could learn no other way. So anyway, I, I love that part when he said that he went to the Lord and worship because that one, I, I get that one very much. That's what got us yeah. through is worshiping. And it's hard because our, I think sometimes our, our normal human reaction is to be angry with the yeah. Lord. Why did you allow this to happen? Right. And I was never angry. That was the yeah. point. My point, my part was, is Lord, you knew this was going to hurt me. So why did you do it? But then, yeah. then I remember Mary and Martha, which I'm not going to ruin it now. No, too many spoiler alerts. But that became more real because mm-hmm. he hurt them. For a greater, for a because there was a bigger purpose, but and it wasn't that he wanted to hurt them. It's he they, loved them. He loved them. He didn't want to hurt them. But there was a bigger picture and a bigger lesson that we had to learn. And I'm like, I had to finally realize that the Lord didn't. And it wasn't like he wanted to hurt me, but there was a bigger picture and something else going on. Right. And I just don't see it yet. Yeah. Sometimes it takes time for us to see all of the the yeah. remaining puzzle pieces. But along those lines, we hurt the Lord every day. Yeah. Exactly. We do. We yeah. do. But um, I do want to encourage the ladies that when you are hurting, that's when you worship. When yeah. you are hurting, when you're distraught, when you're upset, the enemy doesn't want you to worship, but that's right. the perfect time to worship. Even if you can only utter a Jesus loves me, this I know, for the right. Bible told me so. You know, whatever you can do, utter some type of worship. Yeah. Or even just hold your hands up and just say the, the word Jesus. Yeah. Just, if just that's worship. all you can get out. That's Name, okay. Yeah. Talk, tell Jesus who he is. You know, I mean, I did. I said, Lord, yeah. I don't understand. You know, and you know what? He didn't explain it either. No, but he doesn't worked, have to. No, but he basically was give me thanks and worship. Yeah. And that's what we have to do. And uh, sometimes when I'm distraught and I literally can't function, um, I, I just walk around my house just singing the name yeah, Jesus. Exactly. Just in a, in a melody that whatever comes out. Exactly. You know, I also have a playlist that's called Major yes. Worship. And oh, my playlist is called Battle. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I might change mine. <laughs> Mine's called Battle. Yeah. I have the same thing. Yep. It just, I love, but now in this, uh, in most, in the, yeah, this, the songs are specifically about who Jesus is yes. in his name. Yeah, exactly. And, and how mighty he is. Exactly. Mine too. Mine are like very powerful. Yes. And, um, 
And um, this is a plug for ladies. When you're picking your worship music, don't pick chocolate milk worship music. You know, the ones that are barely about Jesus, or you could actually just change the words. Topic teaching. Yeah. Well, some some of the worship songs I've heard, it's like, if you just take out, well, sometimes they don't even say Jesus' name. And sometimes you can remove Jesus and put somebody else's name in it and just feels, just sounds just Mm -hmm. fine. So make sure you're really paying attention to your, to your lyrics that you're listening to. And another thing is pay attention to who your musicians are. Yeah. Just because they're a worship doesn't mean they're saved. One more time. I know it's really weird. Agreed. Really weird sounding, but just because they do worship music doesn't mean they're saved. So be very picky about what, who and what you're listening to. Agreed. Okay. Sorry. I just, when you said the Lord and worship, that, that means a lot to me. Yes. That was, thank you for sharing that. I know it was rough. It was a very emotional time for you. Yeah. Uh, it was very emotional for my, you just now. I was about to say, my poor coworkers, they, 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 I was at work when I got the news and. They are a great group of guys. They didn't even try. They just stood beside me. <laughs> they didn't right. even try. They just, they just, you know, they're like, you can be, can you go home now? Do you need, do you me drive you home? How do you not need you drive me an hour to my house? <laughs> it's okay. I promise. Right. But they just, great group. they didn't know how to, they just, they but cared. They did, you know what was nice? They didn't try. Yeah. They just stood beside me and go, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And that, that was great. Yep. Mm. Sorry, I'm eating a piece of chocolate. No, that's okay. And then I went home and made a big batch of soup. Took it over and we, you know, it was neat too because I took a batch of soup and we just mourned together. We grieved together. That was really helpful too. Yeah. And I wasn't there with you, but you did tell me yeah. the news and I grieved with you. I, I was know also you were. crying. I know you were. I know. Because you couldn't hardly talk to me. I, we can't even talk about it right now. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. We're getting okay. emotional. Yes, sorry. We're getting emotional. Okay, okay let's start with 20. Okay. Yes. We're going to move on. Um, so David arose from the ground, washed and anointed himself, and changed his clothes. And he went into his house of the Lord, and he worshipped. Then he went to his own house, and when he requested, they set food before him, and he ate. Then his servants said to him, What is this that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive, but when the child died, you arose and ate food. And he said, he being David, said, while the child was alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, who can tell whether the Lord will be gracious to me that the child may live? But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. Okay, so what we see here is that the Lord, he laid down the consequences. And not only did he lay down the consequences, he followed through with them. And David and Bathsheba, they got to live, but their child that was conceived incomplete and under sin was not allowed to live. And that's a reminder to them yeah, of what sin does. For the I, rest of right. their life. Because like, I, I've conceived my child in fornication, and I have sure. a nice reminder every single time I... Take a shower because I've got a really huge scar belly button down. Yeah. And I'm gracious for it because it reminded me this is what happened. Mm-hmm. I had mercy and grace on you. Do it differently. Exactly. And I did. I did it differently. I'm not going to say I was great and perfect at it, but I did it differently. Exactly. 
Hey, we get the Lord gives us second chances sometimes yeah. to and fix our you know mess what? and to and, do it differently. And, and sometimes a second chance, we make yeah. new mistakes. Sure. And, and third chances, we, need we make a another chance. Yeah. But, <laughs> but as long as we're moving forward. Yeah, me. That's, I needed twenty years yeah, yeah. of a chance. Well, and I just want to—I just want to encourage the ladies: don't give up. Don't yeah. give up. Get back up. You made a mistake. You apologize. You confess your sins. You—you you take your licks. Yeah, but you get up. Own your mess. Yep, and keep moving forward. Yeah. Don't stay where you're at. Yeah. Nobody likes stagnant water. Nobody likes stale bread. Keep on going. Oh, I love that. Yep. Sorry, nope. we're now eating chocolate again. Okay. So, okay. Um, so this was the punishment that David was, that David unknowingly spoke for the rich thief. So the Lord honored that request. Okay. So was this a happy ending? Let's see. So far, not so good. Okay. But let's, let's go to verse 24. Then David comforted Bathsheba, his wife. Now it's his wife. It's David's wife. Because, uh, I guess because the debt was paid. The debt was paid. So let's talk about Jesus real quick. Okay, go for it. Because we have a big debt called sin. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of eternal life is Christ Jesus our Lord. So we earned death. Our sin earned death. We are born with sin. So Goosebumps. It's not, yeah, it was something we can't escape. Mm-hmm. And we're separated from God. So Jesus said, I'm willing to pay that debt. I'm willing to pay for that sin. And that's when he died. He went to the cross. He died a oh, horrifying oh, death. No death comes close to it to this day. Yes. No, it was very crucifying comes from um, um, the word excruciating. Yeah, thank you. I knew there was a word there. Yeah. Thank you. Excruciating. And uh, the Romans perfected that excruciating pain. And it was full of um, it, it was shameful and, and humility um, because, you know, even though the pictures show him clothed, he had no clothes on. And um, that I was, was devastated when I realized that one day. Yeah, it, it's terrible. And so the Lord was willing to go through that. He willingly did it. God was happy he did that. Because when he died, he died for our sins and he was buried. And on the third day, he rose again to defeat death. So what we see here is that that debt was paid. Well, the first debt because of his son. And now we see how it's his wife. And yes. before you think it's terrible, but the child died. Remember, God gave his child to die for us. In our, in, in, so we don't have to. He yeah. paid that debt for us if we're willing to receive it. And if you haven't received that, you know, we can, we'll talk about that at the end. We can do a prayer. You can pray to the Lord. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Ask the Lord to to take over your heart, to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he raised from the dead and he will save you. Yes, Lord. And contact us. We got information at the end. Contact us and let us know and we'll help you. We even got material that will help you with your new life in Christ. We're going to borrow it from the other ministry, but they got a great thing. (laughs) So anyway, so anyway, Bathsheba, his wife now. Okay. All right. So we're going to start at verse um, back at. Thank you, Anna, for sharing that. It's so important to us that y'all know 
who Jesus is and what he did for you. Yep. And Anna shares that every single time. Because we love you. Yes. We want to see you. We want you with to the know. Lord. This is our whole goal. We want you to know who he is. Salvation, application. We want you to know who you are to him. Yes. As well. And you are precious in his yes. sight. Yes. To you the are point not hopeless. that he died, died for you. you. Yes. You were so, he loves you so much. He was willing to die for you. What Ray says all the time, you're not worthless. You're priceless because yeah. Jesus was willing to die for you. Exactly. Don't forget that. And it's true. It's a true statement. He didn't have to. He chose to. Chose. Chose. Keyword. Keyword. Yep. He's committed to you. Yes. If you will receive him. Amen. Gosh, such good stuff. Amen. Um, Okay. I got goosebumps. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all right. Are you back to your chick? Well, never mind. I don't know how to say it. No. No. Okay. Now you are. Okay. Now you can read it. Now, then David comforted Bathsheba, his wife. Okay, stop there. Because let's not forget, she was distraught too. Yes. Her baby was dying. And she was helpless to do a single thing about it. And I'm sure she knew that this was, you know, what she did was wrong too. Oh, yeah. They're fully aware of what's going on I'm sure they had a chit-chat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nathan had a visit. Right. Okay. Let me start back over because I interrupted myself. Okay. Then David comforted Bathsheba, his wife, and went into her and lay with her. And -hmm. that's where Anna wanted me to say the bounty. There you go. All right. So they bore a son and he called his name Solomon. Now the Lord loved him. The Lord loved Solomon. Look at that. Yes. Child number two, yes. the Lord's wrath is gone. Yes. Okay. And this, and he becomes king. Right. And do the other children, but he's, he's the one chosen. Right. And we're going to talk about that too, because it's amazing. Okay. Look at the grace and the mercy. Right. Gosh. And, uh, okay. Because he repented. He still has consequences, but right. he repented. They'll never forget about this baby. No. They'll no. never forget about this baby or what happened. Um, but the Lord showed them such grace and yes mercy. they had consequences yeah but grace and mercy right. and um he does the same thing with us exactly that's what i'm saying ladies don't give up don't give up right in the world that wants you to don't and that the and the enemy and yeah. he wants us to that's of course his whole he does goal. because we're supposed to be the we're, yeah. we're, we, we can prove uh, show and prove into the word our lives should reflect the lord Right. So the enemy wants to try to unreflect that. Absolutely. So oh, I hey, like that. That's hey, a good way to put ladies, it. Ladies, clean your mirror. Cl- oh. <laughs> clean your mirror. Shine for Jesus. I let love us, it. Let us have a reflection. I love it. Keep going. I love it. So good. Okay. All right. 25. And he sent word by the hand of Nathan, the prophet. So he called his name Jedediah because of the Lord. So the Lord picked this name. Okay. Hey, lots of Jewish people had double names and back then so that was nothing unusual right okay so and even some days now we still have a name but then we're also called something like you know our uh, nickname yeah like stevie calls you jojo he does yeah you know and then then you got a nephew who calls you jj yeah yeah but your, your name's joanna but you got all these other names you're uh, called. yeah most people don't call me joanna um okay so i've got my own little notes here let me uh, hold on one second <clears throat> Okay, so what we see is the Lord, dull, he, he doles out the punishment, but then he blesses their next baby's life. Solomon ended up being one of the most loved and wisest kings ever to rule. But he had his daddy's weakness. 
Yes. Okay. And which gets them but in trouble for consequences. That. But that's beside the point. That's a yeah, whole other story. I didn't say that in here. I, but what we do want you to know is look at the difference. Yeah. Look he, at the it, contrast. He's not perfect, but right? the Lord still uses them. And he is, like you said, he is the one of the, he is the wisest king. Yeah. We can pray for wisdom, but nobody will ever be as wise as Solomon. Right. Uh, Proverbs. He yep. wrote most of them. Oh, yeah. He wrote the, a lot. The book of Proverbs. Mm-hmm. He wrote most of that. His wisdom, the Lord gave him, was un. A, um, to this day, unmatched. We, we, when people look in the past, Ray and I have a theory that there's a lot of, like they had batteries back in the ancient times, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's cement back in the ancient yeah. times. We're pretty sure that Solomon would give lectures and that's where all that came from. Oh, that's our theory. I like that. Yeah, that's our I theory. I haven't given it any thought, but you know, that makes total sense because the Lord gave him yep. so um, much wisdom, unexplainable yep. wisdom. Exactly. Anyone? Anyway, okay. okay. All right. So let's just, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to recap a little bit today. Okay, Whew. so if this wasn't a picture of love gone wrong and unhealthy love, I literally don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Every decision made just made the situation much worse. We had two deaths, two deaths occur because of one indiscretion. Okay, so what we don't realize when we are in our sin and that our decision, what we don't realize is that our sin affects everybody around us. Um, they are not immune. Our family members and, and whoever is around us is not immune right. to our mistakes. Right. That was one of my biggest things when Stevie was growing up. I just like, I mean, I, I was determined I was going to ruin this child because of my mistakes. And that was the hardest thing for to forgive myself on. Yeah. It turned out to be a great kid. He did. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Got a wonderful wife. He sure does. Best baby ever. Right? My little, my little grandbaby. He's right? so sweet. Sweet, sweet little family. Just so sweet. Um, okay. So your last podcast, Anna, mm-hmm. um, that, and th- so that podcast and this podcast, we see two very, very different kinds of love. Okay. The next podcast that you do, right. we're going to see a third kind of we're love. Actually, and we're going to see another one too, because we're going to talk about Mary and Martha uh-huh. and that love there. We're going to talk about Hannah okay, and, and all that. Four but, different kinds. Yeah. Because okay. we want to see love and, and, and order and how they all go to go. Because right here, if you look at it, everybody got out of order. If Bathsheba totally. has stayed in her order, yeah, she would not have done what she did. Right. David stayed in his order. He wouldn't have done what he did. Right. So we have all this getting out of order and, and love that's not even really love. It's no, nothing about. This wasn't love what no, they did. No. Now, I mean, well, lustful sin. Yeah. Now, did they probably start loving each other? I see where they probably did. Oh, sure. You know, a, a true love, not a, a lustful love, but yeah. a true love. Um, let's see. Do I talk about something? I'm, I may come back to something in a minute of uh, a story of my own that I don't even have in here. I'm not sure. Okay, cool. I'll know here in a minute. Um, okay. Mm. So what we learn is love is very multifaceted. It is also extremely important to God. Love is important to God. Yeah. He created it. He is love. We love his, because he first loved us. Exactly. Sorry. And his actions on the cross yes. prove yes. he is love. Yes. Okay. So he created and teaches us about healthy love so that we can flourish and we can be blessed. He also gives us examples all throughout the Bible yes. of unhealthy love along with their consequences so we we can get the flip side of that and learn from them. Right. Okay. So right now. What if you are sinning right now? 
What if you are sinning blatantly and continually? What do you do about this? What do you do? Here's what you do. You get on your knees. Why don't you pull a David and get on your face? Right. And if you're driving, please pull over first. (laughs) Yes. Wait till you get home. Or you get home. Pull over. Be safe. Be safe, ladies. Be safe. Put place. Exactly. You do a 180, not in the car. In your actions, you do a 180 and, wait, and you run from that sin. If you're going towards sin in your car right now, we do ask you to turn around and do U-turn. a 180. Do a U-turn, U-turn. please. Oh, my gosh. You don't know. Hey, we so don't we, know. We, so maybe they we could be know. heading to a crack house for all oh, we know. Oh, they could be heading to their uh, adulterous affair right now. Yeah, we don't, know. don't do it. Yep, don't do it. Turn around. Flee. About face. Yes. Run. Okay. So continuing to sin a little. Is still sinning. Yes. Um, so what we're supposed to be doing is we're supposed to be stopping. Yes. Ask the Lord's help and his forgiveness in this about face thing that you need to be doing. Several places in the Bible, just like you said, it says flee. It says run, avoid evil. The Lord doesn't joke about this. And we see all through the Bible, he takes sin very yes. seriously. Yes, we are. Very seriously. Okay, so. Where am I going with this? You're going. Okay. You're going. All right, so let's talk about some golden nuggets about um, David and Bathsheba's mess. So we need to be mindful. how How can this reflect our lives? We need to be mindful of what we're doing. We need to be mindful of how we're acting what we're wearing. Um, When the enemy tempts us, we don't walk towards him. We run away from him, run to Jesus. Um, If you do not, if you do sin, you take it to the Lord. You ask for his help. You ask for his guidance. He might ask you to go and tell somebody that you sinned against them and that you need to apologize. That yeah. might happen too, and it's yeah. okay too. It's okay. You might have to call and apologize to you somebody. Know, and love means yep. being humbled enough to say, "I'm sorry, I made a mistake." Right. And um, I did that to Ray the other day. I said, "I'm sorry for all the times I wasn't loving to you." He's like, "Poor Ray." He's just like, he probably Shrite. didn't even know about. No, he these. just, yeah, no. He's like, "Right," <laughs> which is this word, yeah, s apostrophe right. He says that all the time. It's hilarious. Okay. Um, okay, so one, okay, so I am a huge fan of not forgetting about our consequences. Right. Okay, but there's, I'm not saying. Um, no, that's just for learning, not for right. holding on to it exactly. and letting it ruining your life. It's just to learn from it. That's all. So we don't learn. I mean, so we don't fall into the same trap. Right. Okay. These are reminders. These are mm-hmm. scars. Okay. Exactly. These are our battle scars. Some of our scars are emotional. Some of them are, are physical. Um, physical. Um, the Lord does not want us to forget where we came from. Right. Exactly. So that we don't keep going back to it. What's the matter? Okay, um, so there is a difference in room. Okay, ladies, there is a difference in remembering your scars go ahead, and being chained to your scars. Okay, it's okay to remember an event. What we don't want to be is chained 
to it to the point that we cannot properly heal and move on with God's loving help. We are, uh, but we are, sorry, but we are to remember our, um, our sin and we are to use it as a mile marker of what we used to be and where we came from so that we don't ever go back there. And um, so one thing that I, I've been chatting with ladies um, who have been broken and abused and hurt for years. I've been chatting with them. And one thing that I realized in my own journey is that um, when we are sinning, And when the Lord does bless us, I used to think that because my ex-husband left us and moved in with this other woman and started a life with her, that the Lord would never, ever bless them. That is not true. That is false hope. If both of them both give their lives over to the Lord. If this is you, if both of you give your lives over to the Lord, the Lord will bless you. He will take you under his wing. He will teach you. Um, You can be saved. You can be blessed. You can have a healthy relationship afterwards. If you both give your life over to the Lord, if you come from a, if your relationship started in sin. And and we talked about it before. You got to unpack your suitcase. It's okay to have souvenirs to remind you. But unpack your suitcase. Don't hold on to it. Exactly. Exactly. Let it go. That's right where I was just saying, yep. don't be chained. Exactly. You're supposed to remember you're not supposed to be chained. Right. To the point that you can't even function. Exactly. Because of you can't get past your past. Right. You know? And we're not supposed to be stuck in our past. No, 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 no. Because that is where the enemy wants right. to, because we don't flourish and we don't grow. And you have to forgive yourself. Absolutely. Don't forget to forgive yourself. You might forgive everybody else, but don't forget to forgive yourself because the Lord forgave you. Yeah. I remember having that conversation in the mirror one day. The Lord, I had to realize the Lord forgave me. Yeah. So I'm supposed to forgive me. Exactly. Which is the hardest thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it was very hard. Yeah. So um, that is what, um, that's it. That's it for David and Bathsheba. So next time we get together, we're going to learn about a different kind of love. Yes. Yes, yeah. but um, we do want to lead you in prayer. So if you've yeah. never given your life to the Lord and you want to give your life to the Lord, you're not you're not sure how to pray. And if you got your own prayer, go for it. And it could be as simple as Lord, I don't know you, but I want to know you. Right. Or you, but let me, I'm going to do a prayer. Lord, you, show me who you are. Exactly. But I am going to go through a prayer. If you want to say it to yourself, talk to the Lord. But it has to be in your heart. That's one of the things He says. It can't be just in the mind. It has to be in the heart. Can't be just lip service. Right. So, you know, Abba Father. You are are the maker of heaven and earth. You have created everything, including a way out, salvation, love. And so, Lord, I am praying on behalf of others and leading them in this prayer so that they would say, Lord, meaning I give you everything. You are my master. You can have my whole life. I'm sorry. Forgive me for all my sins. 
I ask you to take over my life. I ask that you would control my life. I give you everything. I understand I am nothing but an ant that is squishable, but through you, I can do anything. And so, Lord, I'm asking you to take my life. I'm confessing with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that you raised from the dead. Save me, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Ladies, as always, we love you, we cherish you, and we pray over you. And we really thank you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encouraged you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.